We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily. If you missed anything with our conversation with Tim Fitzgerald or Chelsea Messenger talking K-State and betting, uh, respectively, you can find those at kfhradio.com is the place to find them. Tommy, uh, news out of the college sports world. UCLA apparently now is free and clear for its move to the Big Ten. Uh, The University of California Regents voting to approve it. Uh, they have some other things to sort out, including a tax in the range of 2 to $10 million, depending on the worth of the Pac-12's new TV rights deal. I always – these are interesting because we've seen this. I remember you know, Oklahoma for a while, the, the local lawmakers trying to step up and say, no, 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 Oklahoma, you can't leave Oklahoma State behind. Uh, you, you heard those sorts of things rumored or even in the state of Kansas as Kansas was rumored at times to leave again. That, that – I, I don't know if I appreciate that or not, Tommy, because at, one, at some point, like, you can't punish one school for being more valuable, but you don't want to leave another one behind. It's an interesting discussion when you have the opportunities for publicly funded institutions to do different things financially when – you know, they should be funded the same way publicly. That's not really public funding when you're talking about TV deals and those kinds of things. So I, I don't have a strong take on it. I do think it's an interesting discussion, though, the whole keep one school even with the other or let one school go earn what it's worth, which is, you know, maybe going to be more than the other. The argument about keeping schools in the same state together doesn't hold any water because there are plenty of examples of schools that should be natural rivals because they're in the same state that are in different conferences. Look at the state of Iowa. Iowa and Iowa State are not in the same conference. Now, they do play each other, uh, but they're they're not in the same conference. There are other natural rivalries in the same state that, you know, those teams are in different conferences entirely. This is a strategy that we've seen implemented several different times. UCLA and USC did the same thing that Oklahoma and Texas did. 
you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. They've already announced their intentions to leave. And what are you going to do if you're the Board of Regents? You're not going to say, oh, well, we're going to vote against it. You can't. They've already announced their intentions. And so it's a, it's a PR strategy to get out in front of it, announce that they want to do this, announce that they're planning to do this, and then the governing bodies, they really have no choice. Their backs are up against the wall. They have no choice but to approve these schools making those moves. So, uh, you know, I, when you look at this, you, you know, the regents in California voting to approve this, I mean, they really had no other choice in my mind. Right, but they're going to try to get some tax money out of it and give sure. that to Cal. Is that UCLA's responsibility as a public institution to prop up Cal? That That's the part that I don't know. I mean, Wichita State doesn't have the same parameters that KU and K-State have. They're all three, you know, Division One publicly funded institutions, right? The three institutions in the state. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think it is the responsibility for UCLA to take care of Cal. Now, that's not my place to say either. I don't know what the connections are. I don't know the business connections, the financial connections. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I, generally speaking, in in any walk of life, would say be as successful as you can be, and and just go from there. If UCLA has the opportunity to go be more successful financially, why would, you know, why would anybody want to hold them back from doing that? It's going to be better for that university. It's it's a really interesting discussion. Why would, you know, why would why would Oklahoma lawmakers not want Oklahoma to be the best it absolutely could be? Sure. Even if it's not, you know, the same that Oklahoma State gets. Things aren't the same, right? Like we know that. Oklahoma yeah. draws more money. It's it's just, you know, it's interesting when when you try to to do this. I do think and you mentioned rivalries and playing each other. I do think that's a good place to start. Like if you're going to legislate something, when this kind of thing happens, legislate that the two teams play each other every year because there is freedom in scheduling to some degree. I mean, as much as there is allowed, but if Oklahoma gets two non-conference games a year, if the state wants to come in and say one of those two games every single year has to be Oklahoma State, it is important to our state to keep that rivalry alive. I'm okay with that. I, I do think that actually makes quite a bit of sense. Like, you guys have to play that game every year in every sport that it's possible in scheduling. It has to be scheduled as a non-conference game. Both schools don't care what you think. That's going to happen. I think that is a good way uh, that doesn't really muddy the water or anything like that, that you can keep things uh, good for the you know the economy of the state because the reality is those rivalry games are good for the economy of the state and I think that is a place where the state legislature state lawmakers have a have a public interest to make sure things go well. They are good for the the economy. They're good for the programs. But I am going to be on the different side of this than you are. I don't think it's the place of the legislature to legislate that. Like there are more pressing things, more important things than forcing. Uh, to in-state schools to play each other. Now, if they want to, and if they can lean on them and you know highly recommend that they do this, uh, encourage them to do it, that's fine. I, I don't like the idea of forcing that to happen. Um, I, I think it's got to be something that the two schools agree upon. And I, I think that in the case of Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, I'd like to think that there is enough of a benefit 
that's mutual for both schools that they would just do it anyway. Maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but I I'd like know. to think that maybe they would because of the revenue that can be driven by both universities to play each other once a year. I just don't think that there's necessarily a need for lawmakers I don't know. You put, bigger fish to fry, but I, there aren't in in states like Oklahoma and Kansas. There aren't a lot of bigger, you know, bigger budget, bigger economic fish to fry than those things singularly that I just have don't know as if big I want an my impact. Lawmakers spending time enforcing Kansas and Kansas State to play each other if they're not in the same conference. I would rather see them do that than campaigning. Not How about true. that? All right, uh, fair enough. <laughs> the, I'll they, give you like that. If we're if we're talking about politicians wasting time. Um, never mind. We're not going to go down that road. But I, I think that, you know, in in the interest of in the public interest of things and driving the economy, because we know how coaches are in these things, right? Like coaches, coaches aren't concerned with the economic well-being of fan bases or or the state. They're interested in helping their team win no matter what. If Oklahoma is playing in the SEC, other than making sure you're taking care of your fans there would be absolutely no reason for them as you know the people that decide which games to schedule to schedule Oklahoma State they'll take they'll they'll schedule a pay game because they're not going to need to enhance the strength of their schedule and that's a place where i do think lawmakers could say look the bedlam game every year drives x millions of dollars into our local economy for these communities for these schools for these fan base we're you're going to play that game because it needs to be played because it's good for our state. I do think that's important. I think that has importance financially more than anything. Um, and it doesn't really do anything to hold one university back or the other. It just does a service to the public taxpayers or, who, are, who are funding a lot of this stuff anyway. I get the argument about these teams and the coaches making their schedules based on what benefits their program the best. I understand all of that. But there is also a financial component that I think you would be naive to think that these coaches also don't consider. Okay. So in the case of Oklahoma and Oklahoma state, the Sooners move to the sec Brent Venables from a competitive standpoint, maybe doesn't see a big benefit in scheduling Oklahoma state in the non-conference, but there is a financial component that I think even a head coach can understand, not necessarily from the fan base, but come on, like that revenue does trickle down into the program it might not be earth-shattering. It might not be life-changing for this program. But I do think that they can take that into consideration as a positive to want to schedule Bedlam every year, even though they're not in the same conference. I, I guess my point is I don't, want, I don't want these schools to have to feel like their hand is being forced because then I think that there, there comes resentment that is built in from yeah, these schools feeling like they're forced. In- I get they're publicly it. I under, funded I institutions. I understand their obligations, but I also don't want I don't want them to have to be I don't want the thought process to be from either school. Yeah, we got to play Oklahoma or we got to play Oklahoma State because the lawmakers are forcing us into it because that that takes all the fun out of it entirely. Well, but at the t- you know, the players would like to play it, right? There, it's here's here's a, a closer to home example. I think it's ridiculous, quite frankly, that Wichita State and KU don't play every year. We finally got K-State and Wichita State playing every year. But it's ridiculous that Wichita State and Kansas don't play every single year a basketball game. Be good for the state's largest city to do that, right? And 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 for Kansas, they don't. And I get why Bill Self doesn't want to because there's no advantage to his program to doing something like that. 
you might happen to recruit the same player. You're not going to you're not going to gain enough if you're Bill Self. I get it, but from to you know from a from a perspective of doing what's something that's good for your state, they ought to play every year, just like but just like Wichita nothing, State and K State. There is nothing positive, in my opinion, that comes out of forcing those two programs to play each other. And I well, know because they're not going to do it on their own. And I know that this is nothing new. Um, it's been proposed in the legislature before, you know, to have these two teams play each other every single season. But there's nothing, nothing good comes from forcing anybody to do something they don't want to do. And it might happen. I mean, yeah, if it's legislated, then they, they're forced to and they have to. And it becomes a moot point. But I don't think that anybody that, would, that doesn't want to go into it willingly is going to go into it with a good attitude. And and I just, I don't think that that will. Yeah, I mean, they can get over that for me. Get over it. Like, it's good for, it's good for the schools. It's good for the economies. And it doesn't have to be state lawmakers, by the way, for in that situation. It could be the Board of Regents. The same governing body looks over both schools. The Kansas Board of Regents could make that decision, which is more in their wheelhouse anyway. Say, guys, like, we can sell out, you know, a downtown arena in the biggest city in the state by you guys playing every year. And, and if you want to do a home and home, that's fine too. But go play that game. Just just play it. It's not going to hurt. And that's the thing for, for Kansas on that. That game would never impact Kansas's seeding, even if they lost it. It might impact recruiting to some degree, but not going to impact you know the overall outcome of the season for either of them. And and it puts, you know, it puts the programs on the national spotlight potentially. It's, it's fine. I mean, this is a discussion that has a billion different you know, paths it could take. But as we look at UCLA being imposed a tax to Cal, which is where this conversation began to begin with, it is always interesting to me to see, again, in publicly funded universities, what the role is and responsibility for one school to the other is. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's anybody's responsibility to take care of another school. But it is publicly funded, and, and you know you do need to look out for the best interest of the state when tax dollars are involved. And there's a lot of tax dollars involved in public institutions and their athletics programs. Yeah, I don't think there's much of a responsibility, in my opinion, that UCLA has to take care of Cal. I, I, don't, um, I don't think I, I think that either. I, I think I don't I think agree. that there is. I, I think that the Board of Regents, they're trying to um, you know, cover their own butts here because they were caught off guard with UCLA I, I got, and USC leaving the conference, totally. right? And they want to try to make sure that they save face a little bit. So they're going to impose this tax on UCLA for leaving the conference. I get it. I get I get where they're coming from on that. But I don't think it's UCLA's responsibility to subsidize Cal. Cal should have a better athletic program. And they can make more revenue in that way. They've not right. had a good athletic department in recent years. It's not up to UCLA to subsidize them. Uh, and so... I, I agree. For Cal... Get better. Make more money. That's your yeah. responsibility. I get you're a publicly funded university, and so is UCLA. You've got a governing body, and ultimately UCLA is going to pay this tax, and they're going to move on to the Big Ten, and they're going to make substantially more money. Oh, yeah, they drop in the bucket. It's yeah. not a big deal. They'll pay the tax. Just make them no play a deal. game or something. I just don't yeah. like the idea of them having their hand forced to pay Cal to take care of them. I know. It's publicly funded is the only hesitation it gives me on that. They're not like they're private companies being forced. They do get public money, so... You know, whatever's in the I, I don't know. It's an it's a fun discussion. I do like that discussion. 869-1240. Uh we'll come back. More sports daily right after this. <laughs> 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.